All right, guys, um, let's just dive into a quick presentation. Hope everyone's well today. Uh, we are going to cover optimal food choices. And I got a lot of questions this week about, you know, the best foods for muscle building, the best foods for, for fat loss. Um, and also, like, I wish I knew these things as well. Um, with actually what food to have across the week to get a body transformation. So uh, short 15-minute training. Um, today we'll go through some slides uh, and we'll go from there. So, yeah, let's just kick start this and say that, you know, you can eat basically anything to get results. We all know that. You know, as long as you manage the calories in versus calories out, you know, you relatively have you know, um, fairly healthy foods. And then obviously you can have a couple of cheat meals a week. You can eat basically, you know, pretty much anything and you'll get a result as long as you can track things and you monitor things. You know, you, you, we all know guys that like eat a lot of shit and still stay in shape. And it's because ultimately they do stay within what their body needs to, to stay in shape. And they still do a couple of workouts for a week and they probably offset it with high expenditure guys. So, um, what we're going to touch on today is obviously you can eat everything. You can eat whatever you want across the week. Uh, you can have unlimited takeaways. You can have whatever, right? But the reason why people don't do that and why if you join a coaching program, they don't say to, you know, have whatever you want and, you know, you can order takeaways, you can order pizzas, you can have lots of pasta, is because, you, you know, people actually care how you actually feel during your journey. And if, if you care like obviously you want a big fat loss result or you want to add a lot of muscle this year in 2021, you know, yes, obviously that getting that result is going to be the best feeling ever. It always is. But how you actually feel during the journey of getting there absolutely matters just as much because that's what's going to keep you consistent, adhering. It's going to make it enjoyable. The journey is way more important than actually getting the result. So a lot of people make the mistake with, setting up the nutrition to get the result and the goal. And I used to go on like bodybuilding.com. Um, I used to, you know, find out, I used to type in Google, what is the best food for fat loss? And then a lot of these foods come up. It's like sweet potato, salmon, you know, white potato, oatmeal. And it's all things that I didn't tend to have across the week already. And I thought, well, if I have those foods because they're the best foods for fat loss, um, that will change something. But the, what you're probably missing is that's probably the yes on paper and theory, the best foods for fat loss because they take care of satiety, they're great on digestion and whatever. But you need to obviously set up nutrition for you to be consistent with it and to enjoy it as well. That's way more important than actually what the food does as well. So for me, um, eating fairly cleanly, 80% um, of the time just feels great. And when someone comes to me and says, right, David, I need to change my nutrition. Um, you know, I'm eating all the wrong things. I'm snacking for it a day. People come to me when they're eating a lot of junk food every single day. They don't feel good, guys. Uh, they always tell me they don't feel good. And they always say, right, I'm ready to fix my nutrition. I'm ready to dial in my nutrition. So that's the case. But I've never had someone come to me that's already eaten cleanly and already eating really good unprocessed foods saying to me, you know, hey, David, listen, man, um, I'm eating too cleanly here. I need to fix this because no one's ever, ever said that to me because they know it. they're already in a good spot. And it's all about managing, you know, 
it's basically what you want to do is try and eat as cleanly as possible without it affecting your consistency and actually how much you enjoy it as well. So for some people, that could be in 80% of the time uh, unprocessed foods. Others, it could be 90% if you like being in a routine. Others, it could be 60% and going from there. And obviously, you get better over time. But, you know, I'll touch on it uh, later on in the slides. But what I want to say is, obviously, there's no pressure here to, to fix your nutrition, especially when you're trying to get a result or maybe you're in week one of a program. No one, like a coach, personal trainer, no one is pressuring, pressurizing you to eat super cleanly and, and no one should. So it's probably likely yourself, you know, and it used to be myself Googling, you know, what's the best diet, what's the best foods for fat loss. It's probably your own professionalism kicking in. It's probably telling yourself that you need to eat super clean. It's a lot of bullshit, guys. You know, a lot of people don't eat super clean and still get results. So if you can do the same sort of things as them, then you're going to get a result as well. So, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure nowadays because as being a coach myself, I know being on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, it's easy to be judged if you don't post healthy, clean foods. And, you know, you're always posting, you know, processed foods, junk foods and all that. So I know that obviously there is a, a little bit of pressure from, you know, social media, especially if you're documenting your own journey to eat as cleanly as possible. But you shouldn't put on 100% pressure for yourself to eat as cleanly as you, as, you, as you need to because it's going to be too much pressure, too much too soon as well. Especially, you know, guys that just dieting for the first couple of weeks, just started it and don't even feel like they can have a cheat meal or don't feel like they can go away from their diet plan they've set themselves or a coach has set themselves. And, you know, probably the reality is the coach doesn't really care if you go off plan 20% at a time. It's actually probably you that's probably beating yourself up about it. So a lot of guys that I see are just too harsh on themselves. So, like, if you just take a bit of pressure off you and just see it as a lifestyle change and actually what you could actually take out of your diet, maybe it's crisps before bed and put in, like, a 10-calorie jelly or a low-calorie hot chocolate something that could be an easy change for yourself, that's going to do so much better in the long term than trying to put on too much pressure for yourself. Nutrition, what most people don't say is nutrition doesn't need to be on point 100% at a time. But nutrition, if it's dialed in, you heat, you're hitting a good protein target, you're, you're, you're staying within your calories, that's really what's going to turn the needle and actually get fat off your body week to week. It's not about, you know, eating swapping white potato for sweet potato it's not really about that especially in the first couple of months of dieting so here's one realization i want you guys to take away from the facebook live uh, really take it away um is when you when you actually just truly understand it's no not one good food which is actually going to get you ripped or it's going to get you muscly that's the point of realization when you'll stop looking for that one game changing secret or you know, shiny tactic, because what you need to do is just look at your overall nutrition across the week. That's what actually matters versus just one sort of food, because you'll be scrolling Google for weeks and weeks trying to find this one thing that likely isn't going to actually get your result on its own. So what I want to say, like, guys, if you're trying to actually fix your nutrition on your own, here's some questions that you need to ask yourself. Um, look at your nutrition. If it's bad, then obviously you need to 
you need to kick start yourself you need to get yourself into gear first of all like ticket dinners um if you're trying to swap a pizza out and you're trying to swap it for you know a lean burger and three percent chips well first of all you've got to ask yourself do you actually like the food like there's so many guys that come to me like is salmon good is steak good and i ask them like do you like salmon like or do you like steak or have you ever had in the past and it's like no, I've not had it in the past, but I like to try it. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. But do you actually like it? And it's like, no, not really. Especially the salmon. Like, well, why have it? Like, there's no point having it because it's going to be you eating it. So another question I like to ask as well, ask yourself, like, if someone told you you had to eat salmon for, for the next year, could you hand on heart say you'd be able to? Because if you couldn't, there's no point trying it. There's literally no point because you'll have it for a week and then you go back to what you're doing. And then obviously it's not long enough for you to actually see if it's working or not. A couple of more questions. Would you mind eating it a few times a week? Um, obviously you'll probably have probably two dinners the same across the week. You've also got to say, obviously a lot of you are full-time workers, especially, you know, I've got 18, 19 year olds in here, you know, starting the early graft, um, but also, you know, older guys in here as well. And like, it's got to work in and around your nine to five, right? So it's got to be quick and convenient. You know, there's no point slow cooking a fucking lamb on a Sunday if you've got to be at the door in 10 minutes on a Monday morning. So you've really got to make sure that it's quick and convenient. Um, and another thing that gets overlooked is like, are you intolerant to the food or and does it digest well? So if you're not good on milk, then there's no point having cheesy pizzas, is it? Because it's a lot of lactose and you know, if you're intolerant, then that's not going to enable you to feel good just across the day. Like, and that's going to affect your steps, you know, your energy and so on. Right. Uh, and I'm a little bit lactose intolerant. I don't have any pizzas. I don't have normal milk. You know, I've learned to swap that out and I feel 10 times better. And that's what kind of nutrition is also about as well. Making sure that you're able to move. You feel a lot of energy. You know, you feel great having the foods and that's something that gets overlooked more so than you know what's the best food for fat loss and obviously guys don't keep it boring and bland so i want you to say avoid the two extremes you know either super clean easy boring and bland foods like too just too calorie friendly you know cutting out seasoning sauces i've had i've heard horror stories about bodybuilding coaches coaching you know, guys just looking to lose a couple of stone and telling them that they can't use seasoning or sauces and everything's got to be dry and calorie counted. And it's just, well, no one's going to stick to that, right? Because unless you're stepping on the bodybuilding stage on your dinner photo shoot, then what's the point in restricting seasoning? Because seasoning in itself is probably 20, 30 calories and it's just got a little bit of sodium in it. You know, so obviously that's going to retain a little bit of water, but you know, what's 20 or 30 calories going to be across the week? Like it's nothing. It's, you're still going to lose fat all the same. Um, but on the other end of the extreme, you know, processed junk, um, hard to stay within a calorie range. If you're in for fat loss, um, it's probably overlooking that side of thing. And then mix in your full-time job. It's likely you're just shooting yourself in the foot because you're unable to burn the calories every single day to drop the fat, right? So you're likely probably going backwards just because of the food you're having. So what I want to say is obviously, I wouldn't really recommend uh, meal prepping for the full week, eating out at the top of work, unless your job requires you to do so. Like, unless you're um, always on the go, never in the same place um, at the same time, you've not got access to a kitchen, probably someone like a truck driver. The rest of you, 
and I'll share what I do for my meal preps where I don't freeze food, but I also have food prepared for the, for the week that I'll show you in the next slide. Um, but I would say, you know, you can make food on a day. You can really go for high protein, calorie friendly meals. The meals I have, um, great, uh, you know, it works for me 10 or 15 minutes max. It's not something that's I'm in the kitchen for half an hour, 45 minutes, because at the end of the day, I'd be not coaching, I'd be missing the football, I'd be probably skipping a workout, all the things that I want to do across the week because I'm spending extra time in the gym and in the, in the kitchen. So it doesn't make sense. So there's always a trade-off. So if someone's a coach or you know, you're getting diet plans online that is telling you to get a 20 ingredient shopping list and or it's allowing you and making you to, to stay in the kitchen for half an hour to an hour to make it every single time. That's not going to be something you can stick to probably without giving up a lot of stuff you want to do, especially if you're working full time. So if you want to spend a lot of money, go to Google and get some diet plans because it's never really single ingredient, you know, cost effective foods. It's all these sauces, seasonings, extravagant, extravagant, ingredient list from Waitrose and Sainsbury's <laughs> stuff that you don't actually need guys you know so um what I do is I actually reverse engineer the process for me so right now I'm in a fat loss phase the most important thing more so than eating optimally is hitting my protein target because I want to retain the muscle mass and actually hitting my calorie target for the day so what I do before bed is you know I've got five ten minutes we all do on our phone you know, likely go on the phone before you, you, you go to sleep. You've got to have five minutes. Go on something like my fitness pile, which is free, um, and just input the following day's meals. And what this does is you, you're clear and confident exactly what you need to do and eat tomorrow, but you also ensure that you've, you've hit your protein and calorie target. Um, and then you've got a clear plan to follow. And then it's obviously still flexible. Like the day can obviously change. Um, but for me, like I follow my own nutrition plan but I'm always hitting my protein goal and always staying within calories because I do the hard work first the night before. And I use this now analogy. It's like tattooing with a stencil that you can't really mess up. You just follow the lines. If you map out at least one night before, obviously if you're doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks, what's the point? Because you don't know what you're going to eat two weeks um, on Saturday, but also you know, this is just a five minute task. If you start mapping out the full week and beyond, then that's gonna take up too much time. You're, you're better off with a nutrition plan that can be changed week to week um, instead of you know planning it in my fitness part. Uh, but this is how I meal prep guys before wrapping up uh, this afternoon. Hope everyone's all good. Uh, I have two cheat meals per week. So Wednesday night is something more tactical. And then on a Sunday night, I will typically have something more relaxed in a way of a uh, takeaway. So on Sunday night, I, I will prepare my meals. I prepare for Monday and Tuesday uh, nutrition. So it's typically a lunch and a dinner. And I do this because I don't want to freeze meals. I just don't, for some reason, it's just never worked for me. Um, I don't like using a freezer. I like to just have my meal preps in the fridge. So for me, I prepare Monday and Tuesday's food. Um, you know, it's good to be in the fridge for two days. Then on the Wednesday, I have something like a semi-cheap meal. It'll be something like a lean burger and 3% chips, 5% meat for the lean burger, venison burger, something like that. Or it'll be fajita night, something like that. Um, and then on the Wednesday night, I then prepare, after I've had that meal, Thursdays and Fridays nutrition. So that's all taken care of. Lunches and dinners. So it's four meals. 
and that's it. You know, that can be a kilo of chicken. It doesn't need to be something that, you know, you're, you're getting five kilos in from the butcher. And that's another thing. Like, you know, to meal prep for a couple of days in advance, you don't need to be ordering stuff from butchers and five kilos and 10 kilos of meat at a time. What's the point? Like, you just need to sort the next two days nutrition out. And then if you want to meal prep for the week and start freezing stuff as your experience gets more and as your expertise in the kitchen gets better, then go ahead. But it's likely a recipe for disaster. And how many times have you forgot stuff that's hidden in the freezer? So for then, I'll have Saturday's nutrition. So that's Thursday and Friday taken care of. Then Saturday rolls around. Typically, you know, there's football on or I've got plans. Typically get more out and about on Saturdays. So I have that as a flexible day. And then um, basically it goes back to the Sunday night. And then I basically prepare Monday and Tuesday's food. So this is what works for me. If you want to take a screenshot, uh, get the ball rolling. This is probably something beginner entry to, to meal prep. And if you know that your time's limited throughout the week, but you don't want to freeze food, this schedule really, really works. And I've been following it for about six months. So to wrap up, guys, I want you guys to start with the basics for choosing optimal foods for the next month. You'll be ahead of 90% of guys if you do these four things, guys. Most guys wake up, have a slice of toast with butter and a cup of tea and then head out the door or log on. You know, they're already behind because their protein's not there. They're not probably having a filling breakfast. So what you can do is for meal one, or if you want to have it at breakfast time or midday, meal one, eat protein. So something to kickstart day. Second thing is, especially in a fat loss phase, largely avoid liquid calories. Um, you know, you'd rather get 50 gram of carb from crisps, pasta, anything, rice, instead of 50 grams from kind of monster. So always have diet liquid uh, calories if possible. It's not to say if you know, you're out the weekend, you can grab a hot chocolate from Starbucks, you definitely can. Uh, it's just on the whole, liquid calories. Um, and then also have a lean source of meat for dinner every single night. So obviously, if you want a pizza, you can have that for the Sunday cheap meal, or you can have it maybe for the Wednesday night. But on the whole, start just incorporating one source of lean meat for your dinner. So it can be chicken, it could be, and these are all lean sources. So chicken, mince, turkey, steak, salmon. That's just to name a few. And then also have protein powder at your desk or in the car or just easily visible on the kitchen counter. So when you're bored, we all get bored throughout the day. We all get probably uh, eating too many snacks throughout the day. If you see some protein powder that can be, you can have easily, it's, you know, somewhere where you can easily reach it on a desk or it's on the kitchen counter. You're walking past it multiple times a day. That actually increases the chance for you to use it and actually decreases the friction for you to actually make a good snack choice by getting you know one or two scoops of protein in which is going to fill you up for hours we all know that and it's going to help with muscle gain and fat loss guys so if you've got any questions pop them in the the, the comment section below um i hope you've enjoyed this guys i will do another facebook live pretty soon um but other than that guys i will see you in the next one um and yeah any questions let me know